Hey Vikings, welcome back to another episode of Vikings Talk. This is one of your hosts, Veronica Towers. On today's episode, myself and your other host, Jeanette Lem, sit down to talk to a very special guest, someone we met here on campus, Torta Hugosa. We're going to talk a little bit about how we met and also a little bit about their background as well. So sit back, get a little snack and enjoy the rest of the episode. Hi. Hi. How's it going? How's it's everything? It's going good. Thank you for Bye. joining us. Absolutely. My pleasure. Would you have a busy day today? Um, I didn't actually. Well, I started this new job. I'm working from home. Um, so nice. I feel like I'm more tired working from home than when I was working like on the field. Yeah. <laughs> so I think like it's just more of the visual thing. So like looking at the computer for eight hours straight is like yeah. crazy, you know? Yeah, um, you were also no. like having fun too, like while you're on the field. So it's like, you know, time goes by exactly. faster. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get started, um, I just want to know like how you're dressed. Do you want us to address you as Torta Jugosa or by your actual name? Um, you're more than welcome to address me as Torta Jugosa or okay. Torta, whatever, whatever. Torta. <laughs> okay, because yeah. we couldn't find your name. So we we're like, oh, like, we don't want to be disrespectful and sound like we didn't do our research or anything. No, 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 no worries. Okay, so it's, it's Torta. Okay. Torta, right. yeah, yeah. Whatever you guys feel more comfortable. Torta, Torta Jugosa. Aurelio. Aurelio is my actual boy name. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. Okay. So I don't, I don't mind whatever you guys decide to go with i feel like that would be for a regañada oh, no, trust me. <laughs> so um i met you at an lbcc event you were hosting the joteria event that we had going on during during latin american history month and you were just uh, i just remember you were so stunning you changed three times oh. and like i was like what and each time like it was just i i didn't think it could get any better but like you just kept coming out with like these gorgeous outfits and like i specifically remember the red like body jumpsuit with like the matching red sombrero yes <laughs> <laughs> and so one of the things that I really love about your drag is that you really integrate like your Mexican culture with your drag so I just kind of wanted to ask like what it means to you to represent your culture um through this medium Absolutely. So I, I feel like, I mean, first, you know, to address my name, Torta Jugosa comes from, it, 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 you translate that to English, it translates loosely to a juicy sandwich. Yeah. So <laughs> um, <laughs> so normally when I do drag shows, a lot of the times they do introduce me as juicy sandwich or, you know, sometimes they cannot pronounce Torta Jugosa. But mm -hmm. um, the reality of it is, is like, I feel like with my drag, I definitely want to incorporate my, my Latino roots. You know, I feel like a lot of the times being queer in a Mexican household, it has a lot of, I, I guess, negative connotations to it, just because if you're a man, you need to be a man and you need to mm -hmm. be raised as a man. There's no crying. There's none of that, you know? The and patriarchy think, is strong in our it's culture. It's really strong, really mm -hmm. strong. And the, I, I definitely feel that like, it sucks because this is why a lot of men have are so unable to really express themselves is because it's so embedded in our roots that when somebody comes out in a Mexican household, it's very difficult for the family to adjust to that. Yeah. Um, and fun fact, I'm uh, my brother's gay too. So I'm, I'm out of five, I'm the last child. Um, and my 
young old, youngest oldest brother is um he's gay as well so for him kind of seeing him come out um was really nerve-wracking to me just because with that whole tradition of like no you're not it's just a phase like mm-hmm. all this stuff um you know it 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 did it did suck to kind of see my parents push back on him with that um but once they started learning and kind of accepting him um I guess it kind of was easier for me to come out granted yeah. for me to come out and then still let them know like hey like maybe mm-hmm. it's kind of hard for me too you know so yeah um with that I feel like I think it's really important especially for the Latin community to kind of understand that like being gay is not a phase like I I didn't decide to wake up one day and be like hey like I'm gay no like it's it's not <laughs> that you know mm-hmm. um it's definitely not a mental illness I can assure you that I definitely you know many times some of my uncles and and tias were all like no the mouse is like a mental illness I'm like ¿Sabes yeah. que cuando, cuando te saque un hijo así vas a ver like you're gonna <laughs> understand you know yeah. and fun fact one of my tias did have a a, a, <laughs> a, a one of my cousins um yeah. did come out of that in all of a sudden she understood the struggle so yeah yeah you don't know until it happens to you really yeah, but it's exactly. really nice that like your family like it seems like they're kind of like starting to accept like everything that you guys are doing the fact that you guys are gay does your brother or your cousin also participate in drag they do not um my brother is actually dating another drag queen um so okay. her name is Jaylao. uh she recently did just win a pageant so she she's more into the pageant side of drag mm-hmm. um i'm just more in the pendejada side of drag so <laughs> that's what it is you know yeah <laughs> So let's talk about the history of Torta Jugosa. How did she come to be? What's her origin story? Holy. So this was like back in the BCs, right? No, just kidding. No, I'm not that old. I'm not that old, 12 BC. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so crazy because literally, so I've been doing drag for four years. Um, and I've been attending drag shows way before that. So, um, you know, obviously I feel like every drag queen starts with, oh, you know, I watch RuPaul Drag Race and that's mm-hmm. kind of how I got into it. And honestly, I'm the same way. So I started watching Drag Race back in season like four or five, I want to say. Um, and then after that, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I like that. It wasn't until one of my employees told me that there was a local drag shows. I didn't know there was local drag shows at all. So I was like, that's interesting. You know, I definitely, and my, mind you, I haven't came out at that time either. So oh. I was like, okay, perfect. Like I'm down to go. So I, one day me and my friend, we ended up going to Hamburger Murray's Long Beach. And that's where I saw my first drag show ever, local drag show. Um, I remember seeing Psychedella Facade, who's like a Long Beach legend. Um, I saw Ornan Devaya Facade, Roxy Del Valle. Um, and then after that, I kind of got into it more by going every kind of every weekend, actually, and kind of getting to know different queens. Um, there was a competition called Facade. And during that competition, it was like local girls kind of competing and stuff like that. So I kind of got more taste of what drag really is. And that's where I met my drag mother, uh, Christina Minka. So I kind of told her like, hey, I love performing. This is what I like to do. Um, I'm thinking of doing this. And she said, do it, girl. Like, if you're already thinking about it, just do it. And at that time, I was like, okay, like, if I do it, why not? Um, but how am I going to be able to hide this from my parents, right? <laughs> so, 
So that's the hard, that was the hardest part. I think for me, it was the easiest part was buying all my stuff. So obviously, you know, you have to buy your pads and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. The hardest part was knowing where to get this stuff from. So, you know, talking to Christina Minka, talking to Mia Farrow, who's also my other drag mother, um, they were like, yeah, girl, you just need pads. You can go to him to for this person for this. You can go to this person for this outfit and stuff like that. So once I bought my first pair of pads, I was like, all right, I'm already pads in. So why not continue? <laughs> Yeah. And after that, it's just, I started buying clothes. Um, I started buying makeup and um, yeah, ever since that, I didn't look back. And um, I used to actually do my makeup in my room uh, and it used to, I used to lock my door so that my parents don't go in. Uh, my sister didn't know I was doing drag. My brothers weren't knowing that I was doing drag. My dad didn't know. Um, and then when I did have any drag shows, I would actually do my makeup either in my room and then hop out through the window so that might be, yeah yeah with the whole maleta dude like a whole maleta just sneaking out oh he's stealing and, uh -huh. <laughs> you're one of god's strongest soldiers literally right no that part and honestly i remember one time my the scenes were nosy oh i'm sorry oh, wait. Can I pass on here yeah. <laughs> My vestidos were like, you know, just nosy and they saw me and I was like, oh, damn, like hopefully they don't tell my parents. But at that time, I was like, I don't think they know who I was because like obviously the the makeup and stuff like that. So. <laughs> so, yeah. And then also like sometimes I would just go to my friend's house and do my makeup there. So that's those are the long four years of and hopefully more to come, honestly. <laughs> I think it's so crazy that like your first local drag show was at Hamburger Mary's. And yeah. then you got crowned Miss Long Beach Pride at Hamburger Mary's. Round of applause. Yeah, it's a really full circle moment, honestly. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about like how you won that title? Yeah. So it was, um, honestly, I was definitely not thinking of doing it because I was like with work and like with um, a, a lot of stuff that was going on at that time. I was like, I don't think I can carry this out. I really don't. But um for me, you know, winning Miss Long Beach Pride, um, yes, it's a title, but for me it was more um, fundraising. I love to give back to the community. I love making sure that, you know, my community is good, making sure that if I'm fundraising, I fundraise for a good cause. And, um, you know, granted, I did have to go out and fundraise. So it wasn't like, oh, hey, give me money online. Like, here's my link. No, it was actually me like going to some of the bars, um, like Broadway Bar, going to the Falcon. And, you know, a lot of those bars that are on Broadway um, and fundraising, you know, getting to know people. And for me, I love talking to people. I love meeting new people. I love interacting with people. Um, and I think it was, I wouldn't say it was easy for me to do, but at the same time, it like it, it was because I, I love talking to people. Honestly, mm -hmm. I do. Like, and I honestly wouldn't be able to do it without like my other drag sisters, you know, Roxy DeValle, Ornan, um, Wilhelmina Caviar, who's one of my drag mothers too, Christina Minka, who was uh, Miss OC Pride as well. She was also Miss Gay Yosefe, Newcomer California. So a lot of the times like it, the success is yours, but behind that success, there's many people. Yeah. And honestly, without them, I don't think I would be able to do it, you know? Um, but yeah, I was able to fundraise and um, I totally forgot how much I fundraised for, like for my campaign, but it was a lot, I think. <laughs> well, you won, so. <laughs> I won, so I, I did something good, right? <laughs> yeah. And like, so, yeah. as you're mentioning, like your drag mother, your drag sisters, like it's a whole community. Can it you is. tell us a little bit about how that 
structure is. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel like, you know, being part of a house, it's, it's, it's a lot of motherly love, I guess you can say, um, that you get from your community, but it doesn't, you don't necessarily have to be part of a house to be successful. Um, yeah. I'll put that out there just, just so that everybody knows. Um, but it does feel great to have people kind of help you out and guide you into the correct steps. You know, um, I honestly, I always say that Torta Jugosa wouldn't be the person she is today if it wasn't for the people that supported me or helped me out through my journey in drag. Um, they say that I'm the, uh, <laughs> como me dicen? Me dicen que like I have a lot of well, I do have a lot of mothers. They call me like I was just like a little orphan just picked up from the street from everybody, right? <laughs> so um, I, I have a lot of drag mothers. Um, my drag, one of my drag mothers, like mentioned, Kristen Yaminka. Um, my second drag mother is Mia Farrow. My third mother is Wilhelmina Caviar. And my fourth mother is Big D. So I do have a lot of drag mothers. I And I love that because I, I don't, a lot of people say like, damn, like you, why do you have so many people? But I always <laughs> see it as like, every drag queen has their own persona. Every drag queen has their own kind of personalities. And I'm able mm -hmm. to kind of pick from that and yeah. incorporate to what Torta is, you know? Um, so as being as like drag sisters is like everybody in your community who you love and support are your drag sisters, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how the hierarchy kind of stuff works yeah. out. Yeah. That's cool. I know. So I know that obviously like your sisters and your mothers are really important to you. They inspire you. But I was wondering like who your other idols are. Like what inspires Torta Jugosa like, you know, to be her like other than like your community? You know, that's a really good question. Um, I actually, I think the reason why I decided to start drag and really be myself was because um, when my mom passed away, uh, she kind of left the legacy of like, live your life, live yeah. your life for who you mm -hmm. like, for you, like, don't let no any, anybody determine what you do with your life, you know? Um, and I think that always stuck with me. Um, I think that definitely kind of pushed me to really be myself. Yeah. Um, cause oftentimes I kind of always found myself to like hide behind a persona that I didn't really like. Mm -hmm. Um, so being able to come out to my dad, um, during the pandemic, obviously this is when like everything was shut down and stuff yeah, like very that. Very recent. Very recent. Yeah. It was hard for me, like I mentioned, cause yeah. I didn't know how he would react to that, you know? Um, but I can't say that he has been to my drag shows. He have interacted with Aww. other drag queens too. So that seeing that I was like. I think I made the right decision to not hide anymore, you know, yeah. and I know that if my mom was here, um, unos chanclazos me, me daría, but I, <laughs> for, when the, for what I perform, me daría unos pinches chanclazos for sure, but I know that she would be there tipping me all the way, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's kind of why I decided to get into, like, drag and really be who I am, and honestly, it's not just for me, but I want others to feel comfortable with themselves, you yeah. know, and uh, kind of moving on to a little bit of a different topic, I was curious about how your outfits come about. Like, what goes into your creative process? So honestly, I'll be honest with you. Uh, most of these outfits, like, I reach out with an idea and I'm just like, hey, like, I want to go with something this color, something like a jumpsuit, this and that. I'm not the most creative person. I'll be honest with you. When it comes to outfits, I am not the most creative person when it comes to outfits. And I'll say that again. <laughs> um, I, I'm more creative with like music wise. Like I love making my own mixes and like more behind that 
however, I am a firm believer of like, if I know that somebody that's very creative with a certain like thing, I will like give them the freedom to do whatever they want. Yeah, and then okay. I would just be like, okay, this is what I want. This is what, mm-hmm. this is cute. Um, so like that red outfit that I, that I wore, the mariachi style, um, I literally messaged Pixie Dot, who's another dra- uh, drag queen in LA. And she sent me that picture and I was like, this is what I want. This is mm-hmm. beautiful. Yes, let's do it. And a lot of the times it just comes with um, the creative mind of it, you know. Um, there's been some outfits that I've made when I first started out. I was ordering from online. I was like, okay, let me see how this works. Um, did I enjoy them? Not really. Again, I was just <laughs> like freshly off the boat, I guess you yeah. can say. Trying to, <laughs> the drag boat. <laughs> trying to figure stuff. Yeah, you know, trying to trying to figure something out and yeah, I, I honestly just give creative freedom to to the people that I kind of talk to and let them know like, hey, this is what I want. And they come up with the, with ideas and I just present it to the world. That's so cool. Like you can reach out to people like in your community and be like, hey, I need a little bit of help with this. And then like in return, like, you know, I'll help you like with music or I'll help you perform or yeah. whatever, that, whatever it may be. Yeah, I, a lot of uh, I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of us have our strengths and our weaknesses. My, my my strength is being, you know, the entertainer that I can be and perform oh, yeah. the house down boots, I guess they could say. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then my weakness is I don't know how to do anything. I don't know how to sew. I don't know how to do that. But I sure sure enough I can find somebody that will and they do an amazing job with it. Yeah. And you can tag them on Instagram, the designer, and you yeah. know, be like there you know give them an audience give them that credit i know absolutely exactly i agree yeah and with social media does that play a factor into your drag like do you feel like it's an additional thing to get your name out there yes i mean i honestly like part of our job is to um advertise our our venues you know Mm -hmm. we could be booked anywhere but as long as we're not promoting our shows or like honestly saying hey, come see me here, come see me there. Like, how are we supposed to get that audience, you know? And yeah. and honestly, this is one of the hot topics in the drag community is when when girls don't promote the show. Um, mm. There's There's been times where, you know, you're booked with somebody and book means like you're you're in a, in a show with somebody yeah. and they don't promote. And it's not necessarily, you know, bad not to promote, but in the reality of it is like, hey, like if, you're, this is a job right, you're getting yeah. paid to promote your show so why aren't you you know and it's not like it's not that hard it's not hard honestly like I can literally be sitting here talking to you guys promoting my show right now right mm-hmm. it's not that difficult you know like one little post does not hurt to promote it you know yeah, yeah. and honestly social media can be very very draining so it works both ways I guess. yeah no it's like such a powerful tool but with that power like they could tear you down <laughs> exactly no yeah 100%. if you let it though if you let it if you let it yeah mm-hmm. I agree with the social media and topic you have merch that I... your thought flash yeah right let's now. see oh that God, merch yes, <laughs> yes so obviously social media a place to plug the merch for sure Absolutely. Besides your merch, do you have any upcoming projects that people could could take keep an eye out for? 
Um, as of right now, I am trying to like, I am coming up with a new look as well. So I um, am in works with Pixie Dot as well. So she's making me kind of a new outfit. Um, and I'm investing in getting a new uh, graphic design made of me. So I know I normally have this little, this one right here, which is kind of my old one, I guess you can say. Um, but I'm definitely considering making a new one and selling more shirts. Um, this one is, I just reactivated the link, which I have to post on my Instagram. Hopefully I posted by tonight. So it should be up there. Um, and hopefully stickers. I, I love stickers. I don't know why. Yes. But I definitely need stickers, stickers um, and business cards too. So I know that like you're working full time again, but like, are you still like going to go out and perform and stuff? Yes. Yeah, so um, I'm definitely, you know, I try to book in advance so that I can kind of work my my full-time schedule out with my other job. And then Sunday, I will be at Hamburger Marys, Ontario um, for brunch. Yeah. Oh, you're so, busy. So, Excellent. So I'm excited. No, yeah, I am. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. It was wonderful speaking with you. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. I, I honestly, when you reached out to me, I was like, yes, let's absolutely do this. And I was listening to the podcast too. Oh, no I know, way. Yeah, I was. It's so <laughs> funny. Yeah, I was. <laughs> um, I Thank was like you. nervous reaching out to you too, because I remember like me and Veronica, we were looking for people to have on because like one week we try to have a guest and then another week we just kind of recap like the news that's going around our school. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like I remember I spoke to Torta Jugosa like at the event in September. Like, let me just reach out september yeah that was Ooh. september <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a long time it it's like it, it felt like it's literally just yesterday but it's been long <laughs> i know and that's why i was like oh like you know they probably forgot like you know they're probably not gonna like respond but like you did so i'm so grateful <laughs> for that Thank no you. absolutely trust me i always you know every time i interact with somebody it's like no i i definitely remember no okay. absolutely yeah anything you want to plug we talked about instagram <laughs> your social needs let the people know where to find yeah, you no um you all of you guys are more than welcome to follow me on my instagram which is torta underscore jugosa um again that's torta t-o-r-t-a underscore jugosa j-u-g-o-s-a um i i'm on usually on there a lot i i love to post stuff um I also post like my fitness journey there. I've been, you know, on this fitness journey as well. Um, so I try to merge both of my lives together just so I can kind of have a balance of it, you know? Yay. Yes, Thank yes, you yes. so much. Yeah, absolutely. Bye. Bye. All right. See you guys. Bye.